Hello, we're back again to talk a little bit more on faith and today we're going to talk about how we can increase our faith, how we can get to a better place to uh, be able to use all of the tools that the Lord has made available for us and we hope that you're able to join in and maybe even follow along in your Bible. Please connect with Arise and Shine by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Arise and Shine TV show or emailing us at TV at gmail.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Welcome, guys. We're going to talk about faith a little bit again, but we're going to pray before we start this session. Father, we just thank you for the privilege to open the pages of this book. Thank you for giving us eyes to see and ears to hear and for opening our understanding, Lord God, that we can grasp the truths of your word. Father, we just simply want to know more about you. We want to understand you. We want to please you with our lives, Father, because that's what life's all about is pleasing you. And Father, we give you all the glory and the honor for doing it, and we thank you for it ahead of time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So if you've got your Bibles, and I hope you do, let's turn to the book of Romans chapter 10. And uh, we're, we've talked about uh, why we should have faith, and there was so much more. Uh, we may have to go back and read a couple other verses because they just keep coming to me, you know, but uh, about that. But because uh, it helps us to understand why faith is important and, and, and you can use your faith. And, uh, and God will honor your faith when you use it. And he'll do things for you. Uh, uh, listen, listen, oh, Lord, just listen, listen to this. Uh, he's only going to do for you what he can do by faith. Everything that you get from him, everything that heaven has to offer, everything comes by faith. Without it, you can get nothing from heaven. You can get nothing. Nothing will come. All of the grace that's been made available to mankind, all of it, cannot help a lost person until they're willing to step out by faith and believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and confess him with their mouth that Jesus is Lord of their life. They can know all about him. They can do all they want to do and think about him and all of that. But until by faith they reach out and believe and trust him and accept him into their lives, they can't have him. They can't have all that God has for them. And, has to do, and it has, that it also goes with everything else that God has to offer. So faith is enormously. It is critically. It is beyond your ability to even imagine how important it really is in the life of every believer. It really, really is. And so we talked about why we, why, why we should have faith and why faith is important. Then we talked about how that uh, everyone has the measure of faith and how that your faith can grow. God wants your faith to grow. And we talked a little bit about that, uh, about that just a little bit, you know, of how, to, how to, to, uh, to have stronger faith and not to have weak faith. You can have weak faith. You can have Faith that Jesus marvels at. Wouldn't you like to have that kind of faith when he just shakes his head and goes, oh my gosh, look at them. You know, man, they got such great faith. See, that excites him and it pleases him. I can imagine what to look at his face. Poor Peter, you know, when he's out there and he has to grab him and drag him back to the boat because he's sinking and says, why did you doubt? Oh, ye of little faith. You know, yeah, I'm sure Peter just went, oh, I did it again. You know, because <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he, he, he had some issues a couple of times, you know, but we learned a lot from him. We really did. Now, once he got filled with the Spirit, and after the day of Pentecost, that was a different Peter. Mm. You didn't see that after that again. Right. You know, he was, uh, he was something else for the Lord after that. But now we're going to talk a little bit about how to increase your faith and, and also in how to use your faith, because God wants you to use your faith. 
because as we talked before, that it brings glory to Him. Now this is Romans 10, and we're going to look at verse 17, and won't you read that for us, dear? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now this is a, an amazing chapter here, and there's so much that you could say about this entire chapter. But right in the middle of this, Paul makes that statement, and he says, So then faith comes by hearing. And I noticed, I think it's interesting, he said, by hearing and hearing. By hearing and hearing. See, and, and even in, in, in full gospel charismatic churches, Pentecostal churches, whatever you're going to call them, where, where there's a little more focus on the integrity of God's Word, you'll hear it all the time, you know, well, I've heard that. That's so common. I've heard that. And even watching our program, there are those of you out there, well, you know, you're, looking, you're waiting for us to get through this one so you can hear something else we say that's new. No, you don't need to hear something new. You need to hear the same thing over and over and over. Paul said faith comes by hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing. For, you, for us to have the idea that we can absorb everything that God said by hearing it once, mm -hmm. that's really kind of foolish, you know it? Because, I mean, he can say two words and you can feed on it for eternity. Because there's so much in what he says. And so for us to really be able to see, because what you've got to do here, we're talking about how you, can you increase your faith. Well, Paul said faith comes how? By hearing and hearing. By hearing as you hear God's word. That's why we talk about the importance of feeding your faith on God's word. Mm -hmm. Looking at God's word. Reading God's word. See, we spend 24 hours every day. If we sleep eight hours a day, then that leaves us what, 16 hours a day? You know, and so there's 16 hours of that day that, uh, you know, that uh, we're hearing something all the time. And so many times, you know, I think it was, uh, I forget who it was, I think it might have been F.F. Bosworth made the statement, and he made that statement in the book called Christ the Healer. Tremendous book on healing, by the way. Uh, he made a statement in that book that so many times Christians will feed their spirits one cold snack a week, mm -hmm. but they'll feed their bodies three hot meals a day. Mm -hmm. And see, then we wonder why, if, if we ate spiritually, if we ate rather physically like we so many times do physically, most of us would probably die of malnutrition because we just don't eat there. And what it is is you, we don't understand that man is a spirit, and what happens is we don't feed our spirit. Our spirit gets weak. Then when we get into a clinch, we get into a hard place, we get into a situation where the devil's trying to attack our lives, all of a sudden, see, we've let the shield of faith drop. Mm -hmm. And it don't just come back automatically. It, it takes time to spend time feeding on God's Word till you can get to that place where that you can... And see, now listen, faith is all about confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say you got faith, but if you don't have confidence, guess what? You don't have faith. Right. See, faith is expressed through a confident person. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's also expressed in how you say what you say. Do you say it with confidence or do you say it with, with, with timidity? You're timid. Or do you say it kind of reluctantly? Or do you say it like you mean it and like you're excited about it? The level of your excitement also can determine just really how strong your faith is and how much you believe what you say you believe. Mm -hmm. You know, but, uh, but uh, faith, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. That's why God's Word's so important, and I believe that's why there's such an attack on the Bible in these last days that it's not popular 
or it's not, what did you, you call it? They said it's not, uh, it's not the thing to do now, as you know, is to, to teach trendy, trendy, to teach the Bible. Well, guys, we're not, we're not here to be trendy. We're not here to be popular. We're here to help people. And the only way you're going to help people is you've got to get the truth of God's Word to them because you've got to change what people believe if you're going to change what's going on in their lives. And God's Word is the only thing that has that ability to change you in a positive way. Amen. Well, you know, in the society that we live in, though, you know, everybody's looking for, because you mentioned, you know, this isn't, um, um, they want something new. You know, we want yeah. something different. We want something, I mean, just like all the diets and stuff that go around. And, and the workout equipment just <laughs> amazes me. You see a new one every week. I it's wish like... just watching commercials would do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of times, you know, because, because that's our mindset in every other area of our life, well, I've tried that, it didn't work. Or, well, that, that doesn't work for me, I need this. Or, no, I've heard about this new thing. And so they, you know, we want to look at spiritual things the same way. But like you said, it never, it never changes. This no. is the way that, you know, God set it up. This is the way it's always going to be. And so we just need to kind of dig our heels in and just get our mindset of, of how to do it. And um, strong faith isn't immediate, just like anything else. You know, you have, you, you, you may start off like you were saying, mm -hmm. what was that word you used? Like, um, like reluctant or timid faith. You may start off like that, but the thing is you don't quit. You just keep reading and you mm -hmm. keep trusting and you keep praying and you get yourself in a place to where you are more and more confident and not your ability to do it, but in the Father's willingness to help you to do it and to bring you to that place because it's Him that does the work in you. You're still just right. allowing His work to be done in you. And you do that just like you said by just speaking His Word. You know, mm -hmm. you, you speak it and you hear yourself speak it over and over and it builds your confidence <laughs> and your ability to act on that faith. But you know, it's, I know it sounds silly when you think about it. I mean, it sounds like so foolish. Well, you know, how could that do anything? But, I mean, you take, just take a... 1 Peter 2.24, and you're, you're dealing with sickness. And, and if you just start quoting that verse over, you know, it said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. And if you just take that last phrase, by whose stripes we were healed. You know, now the whole verse is good. Yeah. But, you know, but if you just, you know, you, you mean to tell me, Tony, that uh, if I just uh, write, that, write that scripture down on a, on a piece of paper, you know, and uh, and I and I'd say that to myself. You know, I don't know how. You know, just frequently all day long, as often as I can before I go to bed. When I get up, just keep that those, that verse in front of me and just keep saying it to myself over and 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 over that it would do something on side of me and change me and heal my body. Absolutely, absolutely. If you'll do that more than you will think about your problems, but you can't do that for for let's say 10 minutes and then spend 30 minutes thinking about your problems. Mm. See, that's the problem. That's but, what we but, but start. Yeah, you yeah. got to start somewhere. Now, yeah. now you get distracted. It's like praying in other tongues, you know. I mean, most, most Christians, you know, they, they get born again and they get filled with the Holy Spirit and they speak with other tongues and they don't, they don't pray much in tongues after that. Mm -hmm. You know, and they don't, sometimes they don't even remember when the last time they did. And then you'll start praying in other tongues and you might pray for five minutes, but you don't even know how long you prayed because you don't remember when you quit. Because you just got distracted. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking about something else and doing something else, and you quit praying. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? You don't condemn yourself. You just go like, oh, okay, and start praying again. Right. 
you know, and then before you know it, you keep doing that enough, and you say, oh, I forgot again. Shoot, okay, here we go. Then you forget again. Say, oh, gosh, I did it again. So here we go. So you just keep doing it. Then after a while, you get to where you're praying, and you say, I don't even know. I've been praying in tongues. When did I start? Mm-hmm. I don't remember when I started. How long have I been praying? I don't know. Because, see, it's, it's the way you're made. God created us that way. That's the way God created a spirit and a soul and a body. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and man is affected by what he hears. And that's why if you'll just keep speaking God's Word over and over and over, it'll just begin to do something down on the inside of you, and it'll begin to build confidence in what you're hearing. And then all of a sudden one day you'll go like, oh, my gosh, did you know that that verse says, by whose stripes we were healed? Mm -hmm. I always thought that was I was going to be healed. Mm -hmm. But it says past tense, we were healed. Then if we were healed, then evidently in the eyes of God, I must be healed. Now, see, what happens? Faith begins to come alive. Then you start acting like you're healed. You step out even though the symptoms are still there, even though you're still having to take the medication. You just keep taking the medication, and you're thanking God that, oh, my gosh, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died for me and that by your stripes I am healed right now. And before you know it, the symptoms begin to to lift. They begin to slowly and gradually disappear. And before you know it, the thing that had been dogging you for years is already gone. Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Mm -hmm. And and it's because of the life that's in the Word of God. You know, it's not that you could say Mary, Mary had, you know, Mary had a little lamb over and over and, and, you know, and see something magical, you know, happen. It's because of the Word of God is the life of God. And not only that, but you were talking about the, the magic wand thing. You know, people just, you know, they want, the, they want somebody to just do it for them, you know, mm-hmm. because that's hard. This is hard, you know, to read the Word. It takes effort. It and, does and, take it, and it does, but this, well, and I'll just use this terminology. People may conceive it however they want to, but um, this is the spiritual warfare. This is the doing what, you, what seems difficult at the time in a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do things in the natural. I was just thinking about our, our grandchildren. Um, they're, you know, three and four right now or, or around there. And just learning the ABCs can be hilarious sometimes, you know. But it's still, it's that repetition as a human is how we learn things, you yeah. know. And you know what they do when, you know, they, get, they miss a letter. A, they go back to start all they over again. They don't just pick that letter. They, no. they go back. I, well, sometimes you have to. I do that with verses. Don't ask me to start in the middle of the verse. I have to go right. back and to see, them. And that's, and that's what I was saying. But see, as, as humans, that's how we train ourselves yeah. to learn. And yes. so we need to do the same thing with the spiritual things of God. Mm-hmm. You know, But it's not just in our ability to speak the word over and over and over and over that makes things happen. It's because of the faith that we have in the life and the power of God's word yes. that causes what his word says to come to pass. When he said faith comes by hearing and hearing... That wasn't, a, that wasn't a promise. That's a statement of fact. If you will hear and hear and hear and hear. I, we could tell you stories. We've heard stories of people. We, you know, we were listening to someone here a while back, and this has probably been many, many years ago now. But this woman had a, uh, a crippled foot. She's born that way. And uh, it's kind of like what you call like a club foot, you know. And she never had a, a, a pair of shoes on. You know, because uh, she, you know, she had to wear special shoes. You know, that was designed because you know she just was that way. But somebody gave her a. Uh, this was back when they were still had reel to reel. So some of you may not know what that is, but she just they gave her a reel to reel on a faith message. It was a faith message. It's kind of like what we're talking about right here. 
right here, this one like this one. And she just, uh, as she was working around the house, she just put that on. She listened to it every day, every day, month after month after month. And all of a sudden, after listening to that, that, that message for six months, she came to the gentleman that had made that, 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 that tape and had preached that message and, and, and told them, said, look, look at this, look at my feet. She said, these are the first new pair of shoes I've ever had on before in my life. And he looked down and went, oh, okay, well, that's nice, because he didn't understand. And she said, no, you don't understand. She said, I was crippled. She said, she said I couldn't put shoes on, that foot, regular shoes, new shoes like this. She said, but not only that, I didn't have a little toe. I was born without a little toe. And she said, uh, she said, a little toe grew on that foot. Now, guys, we're talking about the power that's in God's Word. See, you tell me that God's Word will cause somebody with a crippled foot to just all of a sudden straighten out and where there wasn't even a little toe just to, uh, to, uh, to just grow out there and, and, and be perfectly the same size as the other foot so that she could wear brand new shoes? You kidding me? Melissa's talking about the power that's life in God's Word. God's Word will do things for you that will totally amaze you, but faith comes by hearing and hearing. What if she had only listened to that for a month and said, oh, that's really good, and laid it aside? What if she did it two months? No. Three months? No. She kept listening. She just kept listening, kept listening, kept listening. That word got down on the inside of her, and evidently she had some extreme confidence. Nobody laid hands on her. She didn't have to go into any service. She didn't have to do any of those things. I'm sure that that happened while she was home going around her, probably around her kitchen doing her housework, and God just did a total miracle for her because of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Amen. Glory to God. Let's turn to Romans or Acts chapter 14 and verse, uh, what verse is that? Uh, eight. Eight. Give us another example of this. This is a good one. Read those for us. How far do you want me to read? Eight and nine. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple, from his mother's womb, who never had walked. And the same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and he walked. There's another. I'm sorry, I missed, did I skip a verse? No, I didn't. No, you did. Now, there's another perfect. Now, there's an example. Notice here that here's a gentleman that had never walked. He was born crippled. Never walked a day in his life. Now, he says a man, so you have to think back in the time that this was written. To be a man, he had to be at least 30 years old. Had to be at least 30. He could have been older than that, a minimum of 30, okay? He's a grown man. And now here Paul, all that happened was Paul's preaching. Okay, Paul had to be preaching Jesus, not just salvation, but he had to be preaching Jesus the healer. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden while Paul's preaching, Paul perceived Paul could tell. So evidently... When faith began to rise up in his heart, evidently his countenance changed. Something about the man changed to the point that Paul went, he's getting it. He's getting it. And all Paul did was say, stand up on your feet. Boldly, he said, stand up on your feet. And the man jumped up, never walked before a day in his life, leaping and walking. And, and I'm sure he's dancing around the place. And God, the power of God, as he said, now listen, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing and hearing and hearing. And, and, and it didn't take that guy long. Mm -hmm. It didn't take him long. 
I don't know if that was the first message he ever heard. It could have been. But he, now listen, he was willing. See, he had such confidence that rose up inside him that when Paul said, stand up on your feet, he didn't think anything about it, evidently. He just jumped up on his feet all of a sudden. And when he did, the power of God went into him. See, faith was released because he came. Now, not, that's the key. How did this man get the faith to walk after never walking a day before in his life? By hearing what Paul spoke. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Amen. Let's go a little further. Let's go to Mark 5. Mark chapter 5. Yes, I'm going backwards again. <laughs> you can do it, can't you? Mark chapter 5. This is a wonderful story, especially where faith is concerned. This is the woman with the issue of blood. No, for 12 years, she'd gone to every doctor, spent all of her money, and couldn't get better. And, uh, and here it says, read that for us, uh, 27, 28. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now notice here that uh, when she heard of Jesus, so she heard something, mm -hmm. just like the, the man at Lystra, he heard what Paul said. Okay, she heard something, but now, but also here it says, for she said. Mm -hmm. Now, if you run past that word said, if you're not careful, you'll, you'll miss something that's important. The Amplified says it this way. says, she heard the reports. This is verse uh, 27, I think, or maybe just 28. says, for she, when she heard the, the report concerning Jesus, she came up behind him, she came up behind him in the throne, and touched his garment. Now, this is verse 28. It says, For she kept saying, I, if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. Notice it says she kept saying. When you look at that word say in the, in the Greek, it literally means there was repetition there. In other words, when she heard of Jesus, I could just see her going around the house. She's weak. She can hardly walk because she's got this blood issue. And, uh, and she's saying, you know, you know, I heard about Jesus when he was over here and he opened the eyes of this blind man. And, and she, 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 because people have told her about this. She may even have been able to see some of these things and said, you know, if I just get to where he's at, if I could just get to where he's at and if I could just touch his garment, you know, I, just, I, I, I know that I'm going to be made whole if I could just get there. And she, find, now listen, this condition that she was in, she heard herself keep saying what she was saying to the point she convinced herself. See, your words is the best way. If you look at Romans 10 and 17, where we said, Now faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's talking about mainly the words that comes out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. You can get faith by listening to Melissa and myself. Faith will come, but it'll come even faster when you engage and begin to speak God's word out of your own mouth because you, you will believe what you say a whole lot faster. It's easier to convince yourself than it is for you to convince yourself about what we say. And besides that, you have an inner ear. You hear what you say twice as loud on the inside as you do on the outside. Every word you speak reverberates through your entire being on the inside, and it will cause you to begin to believe what you say. She so convinced herself that she was willing to get out of the house in her condition, she could have been stoned because she had a blood issue. You did not do that. 
in the Jewish nation, especially at that time. She was a woman to begin with, and the crowd was tremendous, and she was so weak. And you think about the condition that she had, and being weak, if you're losing blood, you're going to be weak physically. And here she is willing to try to fight to get through that crowd. She didn't ask Jesus to pray for her. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever prayed a prayer. She didn't ask him if it was okay. She didn't get permission. She just slipped through the crowd, and I could just see people around her, and her barely getting her hand between them and barely touching the hem of his garment. And the moment she did, her touch was different than the others because she had the touch of faith, and she believed, totally convinced, that if she could just touch him, that she'd be made whole, and instantly that power was released. And Jesus, I mean, think about it. It wasn't his, he didn't initiate it. He had to look around and figure out who did it because he said, who touched me? And see, she got, and, and, and what, what's amazing here, it says in that, it said that uh, she kept saying, and Jesus told her, what did he tell her? He said, thy faith has made you whole. See, that's why faith is important. Now listen to me, guys. Your faith can make you whole as well. Your faith, and that word whole there is the same word, is the same word as you find in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, it's sozo. That's the same word. Sometimes that word saved is, is translated healed. Sometimes it's translated whole. I've got them written down in the bottom of my Bible. There's four times it's, 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 it's translated as heal, and about 11 times in the Bible is translated as made whole. And here Jesus said, it's your faith that healed you. It's your faith that dried up that, blood, that issue of blood. Your faith, you're stepping out. And how did she get that faith? By hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing what comes out of your mouth. Amen? You have something else? No, let's read the scripture here real quick and then we'll... Okay. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. <clears throat> Let me just quote that one. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, shall have whatsoever he saith. There's a whole much that you could say about this verse right here. But here, Jesus tells us, doesn't he? What is the, the he repeats himself. He uses certain words, and, and words are important. Here he uses the word say or saith three times, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So he's, he's telling us what you say is so important. He's telling you if you'll speak to the mountain. Notice he didn't say pray that God will speak to the mountain. You speak to the mountain, and he said it obey you. But he said when you, now listen, when you believe in your heart what you say with your mouth. See, that's the key to faith. See, and what you've got to do is you've got to keep saying what you're saying. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word. You keep saying what God's word says till you get to that point where that you believe what you're saying. Mm -hmm. See, you can school yourself in faith. You don't even have to believe it. Just say it anyway. It don't matter. Say it anyway. Keep saying it. And if you'll keep saying it, you'll eventually convince yourself that what you're saying is true and you'll believe in your heart. Now listen, then when you believe in your heart and you say it with your mouth, Jesus said it'll come to pass. The same way that we're born again, the same way that we receive Jesus as our Savior, by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths, that's the, that's the way the Lord has set it up. That's the formula to receive Amen. the plan of God in your life and to believe and receive everything that He has for you. Amen.